Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg, and no it doesn't. Let's hear that theme, I haven't heard it in so long. Right at the beginning. Huh? Right at the beginning. I just, it's been such a long time. I'm yeah. just ready to get right into the theme. All right. Well, it already passed. Oh, that was it? Yeah. I, put, I missed I it? I put it right after I you said it. I missed the theme? Yeah. Oh, man. It's been a while since we've, like, done this. Mm-hmm. So, the last one we did was the home, or end game post game. Right. With a uh, great guest, Liam O'Connor. Thanks again for coming on the show, friend. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our good telephone episode. guests. Yes. A great ep. If I, if I do say so myself, that's there's good episodes and there's great episodes, and that one was a great. There's episode. also bad episodes. There's but n- we do not we hype do those. not hype those. <laughs> I don't know if we've done a bad episode. Oh yeah. Uh, well, the only everyone ones, knows about that one episode, the non Marvel content episode. I mean, they're all heavily Marvel. I, I think everyone has their own worst episode. I hope everyone has one. <laughs> Maybe we should do a best Maybe of worst one. of. <laughs> I hope not. For this intro. Uh, I mean, th- I think this is a good bit, me hyping up the theme. But yeah. uh, I just wanted to touch on, because it has been so long since I heard the theme, it's been so long since I've mm-hmm. seen you, mm-hmm. your face, in yeah. fact, or spoken to you. It's been a minute. It's been a, a, a quite a bit. Like, remember when Endgame came out? Just yeah. as a reference for our audience. Mm-hmm. That's how long. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember? And that, well, a week later, we, we had the post game. Right. So it's been, what, five weeks? Six weeks? Six yeah. weeks. Six. It's crazy how close these movies were. Yeah. That was my, my first thing I was kind of struck with in the theater today was just mm. like it was, I was just here but remember how long we waited between ant-man and the wasp and captain marvel where we didn't see each other for eight months <laughs> yeah it's it's in the contract now we're legally not allowed to see yes each other. we are not so, that, so we have enough stuff to talk about yes so it's got to be a hundred percent we're very fresh. uninteresting so it takes us months to get together exactly. enough anecdotes to do an episode. that's what that's what happens when we did all the episodes back to back to back and mm-hmm. you know corporate was like these guys need some time apart yeah their their entire life stories are completely devoid of any more interesting <laughs> details and it, <laughs> and corporate was like kate i really love the stories that you're telling in regard to where you were when you saw these Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, Jordan could be a bit more patient with you when you're telling these stories. Yeah. Um, but we can't fire him. He's too handsome. He's the face <laughs> of the brand. He's the bad boy. <laughs> the edge lord. The, the self-proclaimed hashtag edge lord. Uh, he is the sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he is the sucks in no it doesn't. Um, so how are you? A lot's passed. What what have you been up to? All right, so let's uh-huh. let's frame frame of reference. I think we did the end game post game on like May seventh ish, mm-hmm. maybe sooner, May third. It was May third, yeah, I think, or fourth. It was one of early the May's. May. It was early May. Some uh-huh. might say that rhymes, and you know it rhymes. <laughs> I do, Homer. <laughs> uh, so what happened to you on May the fifth? I do not recall. You don't remember at all. No. What, was that a Saturday? That was, was a, a Saturday. No, that was a Friday. That was a Saturday was the 4th. And then Sunday was the 5th. So we did this on the 3rd. So you're asking what I did on Wednesday. No, May. wait, May. Yeah, May. It's Goodness. been two months. That's wild. Wow, I forgot June passed. Yeah, there's a whole There's a whole month thing. in between. There's a, <laughs> there's a, wow, a May and a June slot. Okay, so I leave your, har- I leave your house. Me yeah. and Liam 
go hang out with our friends downtown. We get wild. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, rowdy. what? Oh, we we got rowdy. Hmm. Let you better believe it, boy. I have no idea what I was doing. You don't remember what you were doing the fourth? No. Or the fifth? Probably recording a song. Maybe. Okay. That's that's a strong. Has it gone number one things. yet? During the month of uh, June? Not that I know of, but I have not checked those billboard charts. Okay, great. Well, keep me posted on that. Yeah. Um, what happened to you in, in the month of June? What do you think was your highlight of your June? Um, let's see. Oof, May I had a good answer. Cause I didn't there, ask about May. I know, but my nephew's birthday, so I drove to Kentucky mm-hmm. for his birthday. Your favorite so state. fun. So I, what? how old's your I nephew? Mean, He's one. He's one year yeah. old. Wow. A whole year. Did he have like a clown and a whole bunch of other fun kid stuff? Oh, uh, yeah. There was not, a clown. There was not a clown, but there, there was a bunch of fun kid stuff. So That's like a moon bounce? No. He's, he's too small for a moon bounce. You don't put an infant on a moon but bounce. But for you, for the kids, for the guests. You know how like one-year-old <laughs> parties? Yeah, now he did a music-themed birthday party. Oh, um, what kind of music? Uh, I got my guitar and I played some songs for the children. Okay. Uh, what did you play? They they were bullies, honestly. <laughs> they hated it. They threw stuff at me. They threw stuff at you. What kind of nah, stuff? Nah, nah, it went fine. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what to believe. I'm, I'm, you are throwing me for a loop yeah, here. Yeah, no, nah, it was a goof. I played like um, Baby Shark. That's a big hit for the kids these days. I don't know if that one's hit your radar. No, it is not. I yeah. have not. So the last time I checked in on music was 1969 with the release of Abbey Road. Okay. I've been told there's a post Beatles Let It Be album. I have not checked there's out this yet. There's a new guy you'll love. His name is Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> if you liked Abbey Road, you'll love this guy. Oh, what what does he play? Is he like a uh, I don't know. Also, Limp Biscuit doesn't sound like a man's name if I was a betting man. <laughs> if I was to guess. He kind of sounds like if you threw like you know, like Think of a normal rock band. Think of the Beatles. <laughs> okay. And then I got that <laughs> in my head. <laughs> imagine throwing them down the stairs. Uh-huh. And then imagine that staircase was miked. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I feel like you're hurting a lot of people's feelings in regards to this band that I've never heard before. Yeah, well, who knows? I, I surely don't. But maybe but I'll have, give them... They a- have a choice cover of Behind Blue Eyes by the Beatles. Or by the <laughs> who? <laughs> By the Beatles. <laughs> oh, if only the Beatles wrote Behind Blue Eyes. I mean, honestly, the Beatles falling down the stairs sounds... Uh, that's a great. Yeah. I'm on board. I, mean, I think that happened in Help. <laughs> sure. I think... Well, yes, in the movie, yeah. not the album. For To differentiate between mm-hmm. our listeners, Jordan held up an, a movie, not an album, when he said that. Right. I have for, all the props for, the for any media we reference. We yes, have a we copy have all of the it. props. His room is very very crowded with props. Uh-huh. So, will you please answer my question? Yes. What was the highlight of, of your June. June? June. The month's so nice they named it June. I don't think I did hardly anything the entirety of June. <laughs> you did nothing. Um, I played like what's a day a in the life of Jordan Peoples in the games. month of June? You wake up on a Tuesday in June. What'd you do? Go to work. Okay. At what time? What time is it? What time do you wake up? I wake up at 7.30. A.M.? Mm-hmm. Okay. Go to work at like 9.30. Okay. Uh, get home, eat dinner. What time television. is all that? What time do you eat lunch? Uh, depends. All these things depend. I have on. a very, uh, I don't know, whatever work <laughs> thing I have. What did you do on that Tuesday? On which Tuesday? Well, today, for instance. Today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday? Correct. 
Uh, I went to work, and then we had a major computer malfunction. Okay. And so then there was nothing I could do, so I went home early. (laughs) (laughs) And then you came to the room. Well, they ordered a new hard drive to replace the one that broke. Okay. Did you have anything to do with it so you could get out and see Spider-Man early? I did not. It was just a happy coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wonder if your boss listens to this. Mm. Um, But that was not the question. My question was, what was your highlight of your June? I know. Do you want me to jog your memory? And by jog your memory, I mean tell you some fun things that I did in June? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Because my June was very uneventful. (laughs) Well, I played Celeste. That's a video game. If anyone's played Celeste, they're probably like, yeah, that was a fun video game. (laughs) That guy knows what's up. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the Celeste fans in our our audience. It's a pretty popular game. I've never heard of it. So, Well, it's a platformer on the Switch. And you don't have that because you're such a loyal PlayStation boy. Trophy hunter extraordinaire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I reached level 23 recently. That's exciting. Yeah, I know. How long did that take? How long was 22 to 23? Uh, was it longer than the year of your life it took to be 22 to 23? It was nine or ten months. Okay. So, so about as long as it takes you to age, it takes you to level a trophy level. Yes, roughly. It depends on my year. Yeah. How much I got. I used to do it a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Back well, in they the- used to be easier. Yes, but even in like high school and college, like um, that one summer when me and Alex had a competition, my best friend since first grade, mm-hmm. uh, the summer of 2014. Uh, I heard he's we been working on that. Like he might catch up soon. Was he? Because he is offline and he is not <laughs> sharing his his intel with me. So I yeah. think that's very dirty play if, if he is going to pass me. But the bet was, mm-hmm. and this has been go- ongoing since 2014, if he ever does pass my trophy level, mm-hmm. Uh, I will buy him every meal we eat together for an entire year. Yeah. That's the bet. So, so I mean, I've been he's, waiting. He's waiting to collect. Yeah. As he, soon as he passes. As soon you. as he surpasses me. But we will see where that lands. I'm, I'm very curious to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just went to the 25th anniversary of the Warp Tour yeah. in Atlantic City. Very we, exciting. We stayed at Caesars. What do you think of Atlantic City? Uh, Is that a thriving metropolis? There's so many people. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, basically just poor man's Vegas, I guess. Yeah. Like, it just seems kind of... Like, more, the casinos are obviously very nice. More sad and more Bruce Springsteen. Yes, exactly. Very <laughs> Springsteen-y. Um, but, I mean, it's... It, the beach... It, the the experience of Warp Tour itself was amazing because you're watching all these classic middle school bands. It's on the beach. You can go into the ocean if you want and watch Blink-182 from the ocean. They don't care. It was hmm. anything goes. And yeah. you got to mosh in the sand, which was fun. Uh, they sold 25-ounce Pacificos for $14, so that's what I was doing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's expensive. It was expensive, Jordan. Hmm. But um, we had a buddy who had a diamond membership to Caesars Palace and mm-hmm. Bally's Casino, um, and Caesars Casino, for that matter, and now, we got how old free is drinks. Caesars Palace? Um, this one? Yeah. This one is old as Caesar. It's I old can't as, vouch for the other wondering. ones. Is, yes, if yes. they were here in Rome. Mm-hmm. This is where Rome was. Oh. New Jersey. Okay, so I thought it was just like an outpost, like an embassy. No, no, no. And to then, Rome? And the, yeah. Oh, no, you couldn't be more wrong. And then when the Romans passed, mm-hmm. rest their souls. Yes. Uh, Pour one out they for turned the Romans. It to a casino. <laughs> they did, big, to honor their favorite pastime, gambling. Because I remember when the pilgrims got here, mm-hmm. and, you know, they were very religious. So when they very found the casino, so. they were like, ooh, these Romans. <laughs> Always gambling are our uh, life he, savings yeah that was the history bit yeah it was great it was accurate mm-hmm. and we're now moving on from it so what else did you do um uh warp tour was pretty big um 
uh, music festivals, concerts, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, did hosted more rock band parties at the brewery. Yeah, so that was good. Um, we we I mentioned that we needed to talk about this in the movie theater, but we haven't yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, during this t- absence, time apart from each other, mm-hmm. uh, Game of Thrones ended. Yes. What did you think of that season eight series finale? It was not good <laughs> <laughs> at all. No redeeming qualities. I think each the actual ending, mm-hmm. like how all of them ended yeah, up, was fine. Yes, but that's but because they it, did not do any of it. Correct. <laughs> so I'm very curious how they all ended up there because clearly it wasn't at all how it happened in the show. I mean, maybe in very broad ways it's the same, but the the way the characters will go about getting themselves into those situations and justifying their own behavior to themselves will surely be vastly different. So are you saying Marvel ended its franchise better than Game of Thrones ended its franchise? Absolutely. I don't think that's a controversial statement. That's so that's not. And we're, when you started this podcast going in, yeah. which one did you think would end better? Um, so when we started this podcast, that in was May after of 2017, season seven, though. But season seven, it ended. No, season seven hadn't began. It didn't? Yeah. Wasn't there a two-year hiatus between the last two yes. seasons? Almost two years. It was like it was like twenty months. Was it was it in progress? It aired the right after Spider Man Homecoming was released. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to decide then because season six they were already off the books. Yes, but the quality was still okay. Sure. As season seven it definitely started to slip mm-hmm. as they deviated further from the books and everything got shorter and shorter and shorter. Yes. And and stuff started happening at a ridiculous pace. <laughs> yep. So I think if you asked me at the end of season seven, mm-hmm. I, I would have been like, it could go either way. Like, I've not been too impressed with Game of Thrones lately, so they sure. might botch it. Sure. Um, but I would not have expected Endgame to have been as successful as it was in ending the Marvel story. I'm still surprised at how well it did that. And how much you loved it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, but I'm more impressed with... Uh, how well it ended it almost then yes. i enjoyed it as a movie even though i did enjoy it as yes. a movie which we've the ending talked about we have in but, at length <laughs> at length indeed but it was i don't know I, as an accomplishment i almost think it's more impressive to me than as a viewing experience i have seen it once more since then um and i noticed i wasn't like anxious to see it as much as infinity war just because infinity war was more of like a fast pace like oh wow this is awesome back-to-back action mm-hmm. and endgame was such a satisfying resolution that i just i was at peace with myself. well and uh when you rewatch infinity war mm-hmm. contemporaneously yes. you get to wonder how it's going to end Correct. all over again yes you're trying to get hints for the next yes. thing happening but endgame you don't need more you don't. hints you got the resolution it's all there. Yeah. you got the resolution um so you are a big marvel fan now i think it's safe to say you have rated this past end game you gave it 5.5 stars adventures sorry what am i saying mm. uh previously you gave spider-man homecoming 5.5 stars right and guardians of the galaxy one 5.5 stars yes so marvel i would say is Definitely on the up and up for you. It definitely has some good movies in it. I am... But it doesn't have any great films? All of them. No, it's... Incredible it, Hulk. I think they make really good movies. And these films. days. Not for the entire run, but these days, they're making good movies. All of them, great. 
All of them. Just the infinite. Do you want to buy that? You want to go in together on that Infinity Saga box set? Goodness no. I'd rather steal it. <laughs> Don't let our sponsors hear you. Yeah. Marvel. No, I'd never steal Marvel content. You've been noted on the podcast <laughs> saying the exact same thing. But it's okay. I buy enough for both of us. <laughs> it's true. I bought you that Thor mug. Plus, I saw them on theaters. On you did. You They're paid. Getting, they've gotten so much of my theater money because of this podcast. <laughs> Hundreds uh, of dollars at this point. And uh so not really bef- no N- nowhere close for, you, they, for me hundreds yeah. of dollars this past year probably <laughs> well actually 2018 and 20- probably over 100 for me though right i've seen at least no seven or eight no if i've seen eight then that would be You've over. seen six but also what about the ones before you didn't started? pay for any of those no 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 the like i saw ant-man oh i, I saw ragnarok saying. Ragnarok. Then was, I saw oh, Ragnarok was Poe's podcast. Well, I didn't see Homecoming. In you theater. didn't see Homecoming in theaters. So Ant Man swaps out Homecoming. The, the ones Guardians. I did see Guardians in theaters. That was Grafton. I got you in for free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you they, saw. Okay. Oh, you saw Guardians two. Guardians two. Guardians. Two, but that was counting 2017. So you didn't see Homecoming in theaters, but you did see Ant Man. So we're still at six. What I originally predicted. Well, I have three. Oh, I forgot about. And then we have, have I did you see have Ragnarok. Yeah. I did see, okay, eight. Eight, definitely dollars Ant-Man. We can pull up the list of all the movies they've released. I know them all. Don't You don't need that. <laughs> uh, you saw Ant-Man, you saw Ragnarok. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Guardians 1, Guardians 2. No, not Guardians 1. Come on. Guardian, no, I got you in for free. <laughs> Guardians 2, Ragnarok, you didn't see Homecoming in theaters, Black Panther. Uh, so I didn't even pay Grafton to see that movie. No, the $3 <laughs> fee. You swiped it. I said all five of my roommates' friends came to the theater, oh, no. and I said I can get one of you a comp ticket, and you jumped in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you and oh, Joey, you and Joey would always compete for the comp, yeah. the three dollar complimentary <laughs> ticket. It's more about getting it than it is about the three dollars. Correct. <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> um, but sometimes it's about that three bucks. <laughs> you gotta save it. You gotta start saving it. Yeah. Um. So I invested that, that $3. I hope you did. And it's in now it's now $4. Is it? Well, then I invested in Movie Pass and so now it's oh, $0. Now it's zero dollars. <laughs> That's a shame. I really thought they had something going. Yeah. I thought they had a stew going, baby. Yeah. Um wait, so Ragnarok and then 3 in 2018, but I paid for one of them, I think. It, you probably paid me back. Yeah. I'm Maybe. sure. <laughs> maybe this, this last 10 minutes i come off very stingy <laughs> i'm sure we've I never seen we've, we've never seen this side of you before on the podcast um, regular scrooge so before we dive right into spider-man far from home mm-hmm. um kevin feige himself said this was the end of phase three this movie. This movie. Whereas I thought Endgame would have been the appropriate ending for Phase 3. And then yeah. I saw some things in this movie where I'm like, okay, I get it. This is an apt ending for Phase 3. I think only you could say that about the post credit scene. No, I think there's, well, there's a scene we will discuss where I think it kind of... I mean, Endgame did conclude everything so perfectly, but this is kind of like an epilogue. Yeah, it the, very much is an epilogue. But it's still, I can, I would tie it to phase three. Mm. But yes, I would call it an epilogue. All right, so give you a review. 
I want to give my review too. I don't want to. No, you got to dance That's around. That's the whole it. point. This, That's the whole point. Honestly, of the podcast. every time we review a movie now, it starts with me saying, "I wish I could just review it at the beginning." <laughs> I think I've done this the last three movies, <laughs> so people are probably tired of hearing. No, it. no, no, no. But that's because they keep getting great. And now we're going to go through this movie and you're not going to have any problems with it. And that's so satisfying for me <laughs> after these years of being put down. All right. I, but let's give my review and then your review. It could be a one Avenger. It could be a two Avenger. We don't know yet. That's part of the suspense of the podcast. Um, so I'm going to give this movie. I was thinking, did I like it more than Homecoming? Which mm-hmm. I gave a 5.5, I believe. Yeah. Or 5.75. Which I think this was a five point five. Okay. I gotta. I, I you have a very narrow window that Marvel movies can fall into. Maybe five point three three. No, no, because they're all great. They're all like they're all like really good or very good. Yeah, those are the options. Or excellent. Don't forget about excellent. Yep. So I don't know if I liked Homecoming more. I might need to see this. This was definitely funnier than Homecoming. I laughed a lot. Yeah, there are a lot of good moments. They're really funny. The idea to bring J.B. Smoove in as Martin Starr's relief teacher. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing casting. He had one really great line, and yeah. the rest he was pretty good. But Yeah. Martin Starr is obviously better. Yeah. but I, I mean, he also had, just gets more material. True. I mean, he's he's been there for a while. But perfect casting decision. Mm-hmm. So smart for the perfect company. Um, who puts on the best, best thing created in the 21st century, if I do say so myself, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh-huh. Name, let, do you want to name something that's better? Uh, TV? That was 19th century, Jordan. Mm, a better thing from when? Just any, the any, 21st century. The entire 21st century. Correct. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is the best thing to happen this century. I think mm-hmm. the best thing to happen. Video now, the Nickelodeon video CD. Yes, <laughs> that's Boy. what I was going to say the y- whole you time. You would be wrong, sir. But you can watch SpongeBob in the car. <laughs> How many ups do you get on that CD? You get one on the first CD, but you can buy more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But your parents might not, so you might just watch Band Geeks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> do you know a guy? No. Who watched Band Geeks a lot? Is this you? It's me. <laughs> I should have known. It is one of the best episodes of SpongeBob, so if you're going to give one away, that's is a good mayonnaise one. mayonnaise an instrument? It, precisely the yeah. episode. It's yes. a sweet victory. Yeah, very, very good. A touching uh, story that will surely tell the test of time. Tell the test of time? Yeah. It will tell it. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Great. I am so curious what that means. I guess we're not going to find out for, for some time. We gotta wait. Stand. Stand and deliver. The test of time. Stand the test of time. Oh. Tell the test of time is just verbal nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I really thought you had something there. Uh, Why don't we go ahead and dive right into Spider-Man Far From Home? Unless you can remember anything fun you did in June. Mm, Nope. You can't. I mean, I had fun in June. It doesn't sound like you did. I had a blast in June. You had a blast? I Rank did. the month so far this year. This year? Yep. Uh, May was pretty good. Okay. I'd say, oh, no, June was good. I had a fun June. It's nice and warm. I read a lot of books. What books did you read? I read that book over there called Storming Heaven, which is about um, 
acid being developed as a drug and then descending on <laughs> 60s America and changing culture forever. Interesting. So that was nuts. That was a crazy book. It was about nuts. It Kind of, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people went crazy. Oh, I thought you meant peanuts. No. Mm. No, when I, I said been acid, I did there. not mean peanuts. Okay. <laughs> See, that's all. I meant drugs. Common misconception. Yeah. Um, well, it sounds like you had a very eventful month where you read one book. No, I also read uh, To Kill a Mockingbird again. So you've read that. Uh, I read Home by Bill Bryson, which was about the history of how homes ended up with the rooms that they did. And like how. Why are you wasting <laughs> your time not watching Marvel content? Uh, what else did I read? Read one other book um, The Bible? No, that did not get in my rotation. Uh, <laughs> well, there's always July. Oh, yeah. I reread 11 which is... Uh, the Numbers and Lost. It is uh, a book about a guy going back in time to kill... G- not kill JFK, to save JFK from being killed. And he ends up killing him. No. Oh, that's a James Franco show on Hulu, I believe. Yes. Is it good? I don't know. I've not seen a is single the, app. Is the book good? Yeah. Would you think they could make a good show out of it? Mm, maybe do you think james franco would be the opportune casting decision he is more handsome than i imagine the lead character so no so you're watching well, I mean, this whole but, but that's actors are always more handsome than like they're just generally handsome so you're not going to find someone like honestly someone like martin star level attractiveness is kind of how i imagined this character because he was an english teacher so you imagine too, so. and you don't think martin star is attractive uh, he is not attractive in the same way James Franco is attractive. <laughs> Interesting. I really thought they went head to. I think everybody in Freaks of Geeks is equally as attractive. Yeah. Franco, Rogan. Yeah, that's Star. interesting. That I chose. I mean, obviously, I chose him because we just saw this movie. But it yes. is funny that they have a film history together, and both of them are in Spider Man. Yeah, different Spider-Mans. different Spider Mans, different but, universes, but Spider Man's all the same. Um, there's one Marvel mailbag before we dive into this movie. Mm, what's that? Uh. So Black Widow is the next one of these to mm. come out. And that is released in... Should be May. May. Of 2019. Huh. So it'll 2020, be, sorry. It'll be warm again. It will be warm again. There will again. be no cold movies. There will be no <laughs> cold movies. Uh, I don't even know of any... Yeah, what the hell are we gonna... We, we won't see each other for 10 months. Mm, we're not allowed. We're not allowed. Corporate <laughs> said. On yeah. high. They sent down the order. Uh, I can't believe we sold ourselves to a corporation to I run know. the podcast. But the money is so good. The money, yeah. The money. I love the money about it. <laughs> <laughs> the $3 movie vouchers yeah. that uh, I already had. But, you know. But, you There know are some what? benefits. There are some benefits. <laughs> Um, but not creatively. Creatively, it's very stifling. <laughs> we can't see each other. No. Uh, Kevin Feige has said that Chris Evans will come back for one more Thor. No. One, he's, he has filmed footage to be released in some scene, and there's rumors that Robert Downey Jr. is the same. Hmm. I think. Prequel. Well, she's dead. No, no, no. <laughs> I think they're going to show Chris Evans going to exchange the soul stone for her at the end of the black widow movie or during uh and then she will be alive and that will be chris evans exit from the universe Hmm. because a lot of the complaints with this during our podcast even uh, a lot of people were complaining that 
her death was looked over, glossed over. It didn't bear as much impact. Because Robert think Downey, that's because she's not dead. Correct. Hmm. And I think also just because Captain America kind of went back in time and he knew what he was doing, that whole thing, uh, and I don't think they're going to let any stone go unturned. So calling it now during the Spider-Man Far From Home podcast, Chris Evans will be making an appearance in Black Widow. Uh, the movie has also been described as Marvel's Better Call Saul. Very odd. Yeah, I'm curious. That's a very strange. Because I will say, I'm probably the least excited for this movie than I've been for a lot of Marvel, like a lot of recent Marvel movies. Ant Man and the Wasp. I guess I wasn't that excited for. Slightly more excited for Captain Marvel. And boy, did Captain Marvel deliver! What a film! And then obviously excited for Endgame and. Yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. All right, let's go through this movie. Let's dive right in. 5.5 stars. Or Avengers. I gotta put my Avengers at the table. Where does it start? Uh, Spider-Man, who is now the head of the Avengers team. I will put... um, uh, It starts in Mexico. Correct. Uh, I will. You put, said it starts with Spider Man. No, no, no. I'm saying my Avengers at the table. Oh. And you said where do they start? Uh, no, I was saying where's the movie start. I wanted to talk about this the movie. See, we got to tell corporate our chemistry is just where we, we sound like idiots. <laughs> We're frazzled. We're frazzled. We need to regroup. We need to regroup. Mm. Let's do seven more after this one. Seven more podcasts on just random Marvel stuff you've seen. Okay. Okay. Great. We're watching Jessica Jones after this. Anyway. No. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm calling my boss. <laughs> Spider-Man is one of the Avengers. Uh, Nick Fury is another one of the Avengers. Um, psh, let's see. Uh, Robin Scherbatsky, Agent Hill, is another one of the Avengers that I'm putting at the table. As well as... I'm just going to say it. Tony Stark, the man, the myth, the legend, the man that made me cry in theaters twice this summer. He's actually worth zero Avengers now. He's worth zero because he's dead? Because he's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about the... You can, you can laugh him there, but he's only there in spirit. Oh, man. All right. Wait, but does that do- dock me a star? From all movies you've rated with Tony Stark are now worth one less Avenger. Oh, God. <laughs> you don't like nightmare. these movies as much That's now. my night... No! I do! <laughs> Tony Stark is there. Um... Uh, as well as Black Widow, because that's the next movie that I will be watching, and then I'm going to do Bruce Banner. Hmm. What do you think of that trailer for that Bruce Springsteen movie? Eh, looked like Poor Man's Yesterday. I thought it looked more interesting. Why? Because it's a more original story. But it's less about the Beatles and more about Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, but that makes it more interesting. Beatles are like overplayed. That's I love so... the Beatles. They're my favorite band. But also, I don't want to hear covers. No. Get out of here with your covers. Well, I mean, I think in the context of the movie. You know who I fun. like hearing sing the Beatles music? The Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty great. Yeah. They did it good. We're, we're, it's over. Yeah. I mean, why bother? If you have utter perfection, mm-hmm. um, yeah, why bother? You, you had the formula. They even right. made their own movies. If you want to watch a Beatles movie... They got you covered, bud. <laughs> Pop it in. Yeah. Pop it in that VHS player. Yellow Submarine's not great, but it's a Beatles movie. Magical Mystery Just Tour, watch not help. great. Just watch Help. Also, that's, I mean, it's dumb funny and yeah. great music. Hard Day's Night is a, is a film, though. That's the one I meant. Help is crazy. Have you seen Help? 
I guess not. It's, it's, <laughs> it is nuts because they're just all high the entire time. Sounds good to me. It's pretty entertaining. Sounds like a quality film. Yeah. You know, they're in that book. The Beatles. Yeah. I pointed back at the book I was talking about, about LSD in America. Oh, I thought you were talking about To Kill a Mockingbird. No. Oh. The Beatles are not in To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, they are... I thought that's where the song Blackbird came from. In spirit, they're definitely alive <laughs> in To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> in what character? Scout. Because <laughs> uh, in the movie, she kind of has a bowl cut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just like... She looks like she's in the Fab those Four. Those mop tops. That mop top scout. <laughs> I've always thought that about her. Do you know what her haircut looks like in the movie? Yeah. Okay. I'm totally. It's totally a mop top. I I know. That's why I called her a mop top. (laughs) Very good. Then Mm -hmm. Uh, let's dive right into this film. Starts in Mexico, where a an elemental looking monster, Cyclone, destroys a city, and Nick Fury and Agent Hill show up to see what's going on, and then they run into none other. Nick Fury. Wink. Oh, yeah, sure. Don't spoil <laughs> the end. And immediately after... Well, I'm not spoiling it, though, because everyone who's listening has already watched this movie. Maybe. Maybe this is how they watch it, by listening to this podcast. What a tragedy that would be. <laughs> <laughs> we do spoil the entirety of all of these movies. Right. So... I suggest watching them. Yeah, you and should this definitely is more watch a complimentary them. experience to go along with <laughs> yes, it. Yes, and a, a companion. We should like do them the length of the movie and just have commentary for the movie that nobody asked for. And we just we just bring all this, yeah, all this gear. Mm-hmm. We just put it. No, in we're not in the theater. theater. I'm saying yeah, we put it in the backpack. I'm saying during our downtime, we rewatch all of <laughs> Can these you movies. You sit down in the movie theater, and we're both wearing sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. And then it's the movie. It's 98 starts, degrees, <laughs> just for a frame of reference. <laughs> we slip the mics out of our sleeves. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Them up to our face. Okay. And then the people beside us. Uh, beat us to death because of how irritating that would be <laughs> they murder us yeah for just being annoying uh-huh who are we sitting next to the clockwork orange people yeah droogs the droogs <laughs> we're sitting next to droogs the spider-man far from home. i guess yeah. there's london in it yep and those droogs are british mm-hmm. and they drove all the way to charlottesville virginia to watch this movie about london yeah god uh, works in mysterious ways <laughs> god and droogs <laughs> So, you know, Drugs backwards. Scruds. Gord. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's similar. Yeah. We're doing a lot of really stupid bits. Let's talk about this dumb movie. I'm tr- it's not <laughs> dumb. You loved it. All of you love Marvel now. Does it hurt to say like the intro? Oh, you know what the movie started with? Mysterio. Yeah. Well, I mean, after the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, after the then Marvel thing. they show the, the Immemorium. Montage. What did you think about that? I didn't hear you laughing. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I, it wasn't a laugh out loud for I me. laughed out loud for You that. did. I heard that, and that's yeah. how I knew you were going to like this movie. I like that bit. I bet you did. Just because I think it's nicely irreverent to yeah. Marvel fans. Yes. <laughs> oh, ow. Really? Well, no, it's just like, it's like, don't take yourselves too seriously. It's like, we're Marvel. But that's why like, I think this, goofy. this was the... Per- no, no, no. This movie's goofy. Endgame's serious. And I exactly. love tonally how the shift in between these movies is amazing. Yeah. And then you just like see... The end game fatalities that everyone was crying me over in the theaters, mm-hmm. uh, and then you just watch them through this lens, and you're like, "It's fun again." Yeah. Even though the same thing happened, uh, very entertaining. I love the immemorium, and I love how they explained the blip 
when everyone got snapped and came back five years later, they immediately explained that for everyone. I thought that was very helpful. Mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious how they did it with the marching band popping up randomly and yeah. getting hit with the basketballs. Well, and how the kids are irritated. They have to repeat half of their school year. Yeah. Because of course they would be. Yeah. Who wouldn't be? Yeah. And you don't, they didn't realize any amount of time had gone. So, yeah. but five years truly had passed. Well, and it, it's, I feel like for adults, that's a lot more to reckon with that you've been gone for five years. But for, as a teenager, they're yeah. just like very glib. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, oh, I have to do algebra again. I just yeah. finished it. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Do you th- what do you think would happen if we blipped and just came back five years as if nothing happened? Hmm. That would be interesting. I guess it would mostly depend on who didn't get blipped. Like who would most affect me to see aged five years? Juggalos. Juggalos were the only ones alive that did not blip. Everyone but Juggalos blip. That is not a world I want to come back to <laughs> because it is in complete disrepair. <laughs> you think Juggalos left to their own devices five years later? Without even insulting Juggalos specifically, <laughs> unless there was a lot many, a lot a, many, a lot Continue. more Juggalos than I think. I think there are a they, lot. There's not enough to run the world. Well, definitely not in Europe or. Probably not a lot of Australian juggalos. Yeah. What or, about India? You think India has a lot of juggalos? No, maybe like 4,000. What does that say about America? That we have all the juggalos. I mean, obviously the band started here. But the fact that that <laughs> exists as a phenomenon at all. Yes. There's been some failure in our society. What, you don't like juggalos? Uh, See, I left them in charge because I thought they were, they were what we needed. Yeah. During our absence. I thought, who better to run the country, run whoop, the world? Whoop, whoop than the juggalos magnets how do they work the only surviving business i think would be fago you think yeah i think everything you don't think juggalos crumble. have jobs i i think if everyone else disappeared mm-hmm. they would take that as a sign that they are actually in the dark carnival mm-hmm. which is the juggalo afterlife of course <laughs> and that's not a joke <laughs> that's that's a true I thing know, about I'm, juggalos. I'm just surprised you knew that that means you've been doing your research on juggalos yeah so wanting to so join, imagine perhaps? what would happen if they thought they were in heaven okay here i'm gonna i'm gonna throw and then and then people would still be dying mm-hmm. like just because of lack of health care and not understanding like i mean there's not a lot of doctor juggalos i cannot imagine. oh i bet there's a, a couple <laughs> i bet there's not zero yeah definitely but not I, zero. I, I, I doubt there's 10 <laughs> I think there might be done. All right, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw. I'm oh gonna th- my god! I'm gonna throw no, a condition. No, no, no. no, you're. I'm gonna throw a condition. You're about to go into surgery, <laughs> and you go to meet the surgeon, and he's got a juggalo tattoo. I got snapped. I don't have to go to surgery. I'm saying if in a world where you're just this world, yeah, the world where there is no superheroes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're meeting your surgeon, and he has a juggalo tattoo. Uh huh. You're like, well, sweet. I mean, I probably. Would. I'd, I'd what am like, I going? What am I getting surgery for? You would walk out of the surgery room. Is it? Is it yeah. like necessary surgery? <laughs> is it like I will it's, die if I don't get the surgery? If a juggler is doing surgery, I'm definitely dead anyway. <laughs> I <laughs> so, don't think that's. So I'll risk I don't think that's fair to difficulty. judge judge people's career paths on their musical decisions <laughs> or their. All right, I'm going to throw another uh, stipulation. Juggalos. And I, I just want my doctor to know how magnets work. <laughs> magnets? Like, what if I'm work? getting an MRI and he doesn't know how magnets what is, work? What surgery is this? I need more details. Who knows why? I'm just all over the hospital today. I'm getting an MRI. Once they figure out what's what, I'm getting surgery. And everyone there is juggalos. <laughs> and a bowl cut to fit in with Scout. Yeah. Everyone, everyone in the hospital is juggalos. 
Well, I, I'm the only one that wasn't snapped. What? No, no, no. You were snapped. That was what if that means I'm secretly a Juggalo fan? I think and you're that's just what now I'm trying finding this to get out. to the bottom of. And that's why you're so concerned because before you're like, why would Jordan think he's alive in this situation? Unless that would actually be a pretty good bit where everyone except this certain group of people snaps. And then I like say you don't get snapped. And then I come back five years later. I'm like, oh, being gone for five years, like everything's changed. Like, and we just came back. And, <laughs> and you're, you're like, like, I'm I'm young, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Except you aged five years. So yeah. I'm surprised if someone hasn't done that on some YouTube video or whatnot. That's I, such a... There's a lot to get in there to make that bit make sense. No. Everyone's seen all these movies. What if Juggalos and Scientologists didn't get snapped? What if it was Juggalos and people that dislike Juggalos the most? Those are the only people that stayed. And, and they're in exact equal amounts. <laughs> So for every true juggalo, there's, there's one, one hating equivalent. Hater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, well, that would be chaos. I think the juggalos could honestly rebuild society if they needed to. I, I'd vote for the people that hate juggalos. Okay. <laughs> so it sounds like you're kind of, you want anarchy. No, no. I think it's just. I think juggalos are peaceful people. Like they're pretty. Chill. Oh, absolutely, they are. Okay. They're, they're very chill people, no doubt. But you want people who hate them to run the world. I'm just saying, I don't want a juggalo doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thesis. That's the thesis. Yeah. I. I mean, if if I'm looking for someone mm -hmm. to drink fago mm -hmm. and do whippets. Then I I'm, think I'm, they all do my whippets. first port of call is a juggalo. <laughs> but if I'm looking to, uh, you know, have my appendix removed, removed. yeah, I, I want something stronger even than whippets. Okay. Well, I think they'd probably give you anesthesia because these people are doing their jobs. Juggalo is like a hobby. I think you, uh, <laughs> you're coming off really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you were you were such a uh, a, a hater as as they call you. Well, it's more that the bit started and I had mm. to just I keep now you're committing. I, I honestly I have not thought this much about juggalos in ages. I basically know the dark carnival thing and that they have stupid songs. <laughs> and then everything else has just been a uh, a wild ride. Yeah, a wild ride. Much um, like this film, far from home. A ride that took us far from home. Uh, I like the in memoriam. Love the blip. Uh, I love the idea, of, and it kind of just like you thinking about it when it happened. Like in Endgame, you're like, "How is this going to carry over in all the movies?" And then they just kind of do this fun explanation of it in this movie. I think this is the perfect movie to follow Endgame. I think they explain it very well. I mean, think about this. Okay, half the people coming back in the mm -hmm. blip. Mm -hmm. um, for a lot of them, they will come back to find loved ones dead or multiple loved ones dead and then this it's all a goof but that would have been very serious exactly like some of the kids at the school get snapped back and they find out that like their parents are dead yeah and they've only been gone for a minute mm -hmm. that's kind of crazy to think about yeah they did not touch on this they did here. not because this was the perfect movie to follow it up and keep it all positive and upbeat uh, i like the in memoriam all the heroes that uh were were gone um apparently um they were originally the new Captain America. Falcon himself was scheduled to be in this movie. And then they decided not to because this was supposed to be how Spider-Man did it on his own and took over the mantle of Iron Man. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. Agreed. Moving on, uh, he helps Aunt May um, by dressing up as Spider-Man and promoting her homeless shelter food kitchen. Homeless shelter kitchen thing? No. 
That anyway, thing, they go on a trip. That I is think the premise the rest of, of this the movie. is like we can just yada yada to the trip. What does that say? What does your your page say? It says you probably don't need to read this. Just go on to Venice. <laughs> so they are going to Europe, mm. and Peter wants and to. Peter doesn't want to be uh, Spider Man. He, he, he wants. He wants to. He wants to woo Mary Jane Watson. And now, you, okay. What I was, was going to make a joke about, like, hey, it's not Michael Jackson. <laughs> Just in case and you that thought it was ruined MJ. for you. Yeah, all those laughs stolen. Yeah, instead mm. they're saved for me Brutal. later on. Well, okay. Well, maybe people will. Do you want me to rewind? Nah. Use the time stone. No, because then I'd lose all that great Juggalo material. <laughs> uh, um, so they get on the plane, and this is when the humor really kicks in. Peter divulges a plan, and I love this because this is so something that I would do when I was in middle school trying to talk to a girl. I would make a plan to sit next to her, and then uh, he has Ned distract the teacher, um, and Ned smells... or. Ned says Peter is suffocating from the perfume on the lady in front of him. Yada, yada, yada. They what? don't this sit is, together. You don't, what do you think of the plane bit? I, I think, I think, I think you're doing too much detail this movie. This, it's a very detailed you're, you're, movie. What I, did you think of the plane bit? more broader strike. Okay. I think the plane bit was good. I think it has one of the funnier lines in the movie, which is when Martin Starr talks about how his wife <laughs> Got left him during the blip. blip. Yeah. yeah. I think that was very funny. That was funny. very funny. And that's when you know this movie's going to be really funny. And that's when they introduce J.B. Smoove as the, mm-hmm. the, the co-teacher. Yeah, and he's just on Ambient. Great casting decision. Mm-hmm. Um, You're a big fan of J.B. Smoove. I huh? love J.B. Smoove. I do love J.B. Smoove. What do you know him from other he's, than this? He's in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, okay. Uh, very funny. I, I recognize him, but I, I couldn't place him, like what other stuff I'd seen him in. Uh, yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's in uh, like a couple of random com- comedies, like uh, Hall Pass and stuff. Um, yeah, I love the plane bit. I think it's great. And then Ned falls in love with uh, yeah, that, that was girl. Funny. Really hilarious. Who is from Black Mirror? Yes, the Miley Cyrus episode of Black Mirror. Um, she for, basically Ned's uh, telling um, Spoderman that his plan won't work. They want to go to Europe and be single bachelors and f- have all these European women fall in love with them. Um, and then he ends up falling in love and they get off the plane and he tells Peter like, Oh my God, like I'm in love. This is so great. And, uh, Peter's like, what? Honestly, no, no. The funny part is that he's like, Oh yeah, by the way, this happened. We're dating now. (laughs) And Peter was just like, that's, you know, wild. And then they show up at the hotel. Do you know there's another movie called far from home 30 years ago? No. Well, I wonder what it's about. I'm looking over the synopsis right now, and uh, yeah, it's the exact same. <laughs> is it? Beat for beat. Is Spoderman in it? No, it's Drew Barrymore. Okay. But everything else is identical. So she goes to Europe right. and tries to seduce her crush on a plane. Right. MJ. Yeah. And then... Michael Jackson. Guy shows up, elementals, projector wow, tricks. Elementals? She loses her sunglasses. She gets her sunglasses back. She's the head of the revengers really the revengers yeah the team thor made in thor ragnarok yeah i was you know there wasn't much time to come up with a good name (laughs) (laughs) well god bless you for trying yeah uh they get to the hotel the hotel is very run down um the kids don't want to stay there uh and then the first elemental shows up the water elemental and wreaks havoc and uh you see mysterio show up and mm-hmm. he starts uh, fighting off the elemental. 
Meanwhile, Peter Parkster swings into action. Uh, he doesn't have a suit, so he wears this weird uh, gypsy mask or some weird uh, festival European mask. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, with the help of Mysterio, Mysterio does most of the work, puts down the water elemental. And that is when he meets Mysterio. Mysterio, they exchange handshakes and they're like, thanks for your help. Uh, and then I think an important thing to note here is that Mysterio is Mysterio, notorious villain. Well, in the comics, yes, yeah, he is a bad guy. And in so, and so, comics. immediately they're like, "But he's he's helping everyone, and Spider Man trusts him." And it, I definitely don't think it can be lost on pretty much any of the audience that, like, of course, this is he's going to turn out bad. Mm-hmm. Well, he's so so. I thought that was a weird thing to try to even play it as if he's not going to be bad. I think I think from the very beginning we could know Mysterio's evil, mm-hmm. and still Peter doesn't know, and then we're just enjoying that dramatic irony outright instead of implied through like just it being so obvious. It felt weird that they just didn't outright make him evil from the beginning to me. I think he, in his mind, thinks he's good, and I think that's what they were trying to kind of. Uh, well, no, no, but no, because like he, like, yes, he has a group of people helping him. Like, yeah, I think you could show that group and that he's plotting and stuff. I don't know where you show that in this fun childlike movie. I like the twist. I knew that it was coming, but I still, I didn't know how it was going to unfold. I just, I just thought it was very strange to even try to make it a twist. Mm, I guess. I mean, the first one had some twists like, too. It's like if we had a Batman movie, yeah. and then he invited a clown to his birthday party, <laughs> and 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 it's like. And it's like they tried to pull off the twist that the Joker is a bad guy in this one. Well, and and, ba- and like we're like they really are like he's actually a good guy so far. In Doctor Strange, Baron Mordo, his ally in the film, eventually becomes his arch nemesis. But see, you- that's that is a. I feel like Mysterio has a much higher level of cultural recognizability than Bardo. Baron Mordo. Baron Mordo. Bardo was close. <laughs> I I I don't know. Like, I'm surprised you knew Mysterio. I mean, He's I do on, like, have the that cover poster. of comic books and stuff. Yeah, it's the poster in my or the room where we record this sometimes. Yeah, but even beyond that, like he's like he's got. What do you know about Mysterio from the comic books? Only his name, <laughs> and I've seen him in like the cartoon. He's in like the '60s cartoon. Sure, and the modern day cartoon. He's probably in whereas all there Spider-Man wasn't a cartoons. Doctor Strange cartoon. I bet there was. Wasn't nearly as popular as the Spider-Man. Well, cartoon. not in the '60s. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying he's a, he's a, a recognizable enough property that I, I bet there are very few fans going into this movie who didn't know he was a villain. But I want to see how he becomes a villain. But you, you could still know that he's a villain without Peter knowing he's a villain. And Peter didn't know. Yes, and you could maintain that. <laughs> so I'm just saying, why try to pull off a twist here? Because it's not. It won't land. It can't land. But I didn't know how he was pulling it off so I, it right, was like a half still twist. do that it was like a half twist what ah. about what about the twist in homecoming when vulture is what's her face's dad his prom date's dad yeah you don't know that but you know vulture's a villain yeah okay so that's a good example of how to do it correctly <laughs> i see so you wanted more <laughs> yeah. like the homecoming twist i mean it wasn't even i wouldn't really call that a twist in homecoming yeah. Oh, I I, I'd say that that's like an added like wrinkle in the plot, but that's not a twist because it doesn't. 
I mean, it changes the context in which you know the character, but it's not like everything you thought was flipped the opposite way. It was way. a shocker. Yeah. Not, not to be confused with the villain shocker. Yeah. How many Spider-Man villains do you think? Like, so if there was a lesser known Spider-Man character doing the exact same thing, would you be okay with this? You're just saying the problem is Mysterio is too well known? Yeah. My problem isn't that he's a villain or isn't that he portrays himself as a hero that turns out to be a villain. Mm-hmm. My problem is that the movie doesn't it also tries to bring us along on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, I, it might just be that I'm overestimating how many people know Mysterio. I think this is a great uh, a poll thing. We should probably call 30 people like we did yeah. on the last <laughs> podcast and ask if they know who Mysterio is. It just, it strikes me as, as a, just like a, it's not like a, it's just odd. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It just seems like, like it's. A Marvel knows what they're doing. I, I was fine with it. The only thing I think this movie could possibly, like why it would be in I think I liked Homecoming more. Um, the only reason I would think so is just because Homecoming introduced so much of the Spider-Man universe all at once. Um, like, and you get Vulture, you get Shocker, and you get like uh, Scorpion, and all those people who are, you know, eventually become the Sinister Six. Kind of, mm-hmm. um, you get all those characters, and this you just really had Mysterio. I mean, you get Nick Fury and all the other heroes, which is fun, but not quite the same. Anyway, uh, he meets up with Nick Fury, and Nick Fury wants his, wants him to be more of a part of the team. Correct. And he wants to just hang out with MJ and enjoy being yeah. a child. Which is what every, I mean, that's a classic second superhero movie thing to do is like, I'm not sure I want to be yep. a superhero. But they did, I usually hate that trope. This one, I was fine with it because he was still doing it. He was reluctantly being the superhero, mm-hmm. but he was still being the superhero. Yeah, I was curious what you think of that because I do hate you, that trope. You expressed that before. Yes. But Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire original, he is done being Spider-Man. He lets people get beat up in front of him. I don't think uh, Tom Holland would ever let that happen, hmm. which I really respect. Anyway, so Fury gives him Tony Stark's glasses. Correct. Called Edith. Uh, even, even dead. Even Tony, dead, I'm the hero. I'm the hero. I love that. Yeah. Good joke. Um, Peter accidentally almost blows up his school bus. Well, you you forgot to mention that he doesn't want to be part of uh, the operation because he wants to go he, go with his school. And Nick Fury basically hijacks the trip and he pays for the school to go to all these exotic places unbeknownst mm. to the school. Right. Um, and meanwhile, Peter is feeling threatened by Dave, someone who did not get blipped and aged from a child into a modern day that isn't that wouldn't that be crazy if you had like a crush on an older girl and then you blipped and immediately you were older than her yes wouldn't that be crazy it would be crazy what if she was a juggalo then why was i attracted to her (laughs) because of her smile i guess i was young (laughs) (laughs) you didn't know how magnets worked either (laughs) um and he uses edith to summon a drone from tony stark's satellite and he accidentally asks uh, to kill Dave, which is not a very hot bully name. You don't think so? Dave? Dave. Dave sounds like he owns a bar and he's divorced twice. That's just because you're Cade and Dave is like... Rhymes? Yeah. <laughs> Exclusively because of the rhyme? Like, because if you switched the two consonants in your name, you'd be Dace. That's true. Have you ever thought about that? No. 
Never once? Never once. Huh. I, my name carry that would be you. EDAC. Yeah. That's interesting. I've thought about that. Mm. Kind of weird. What's that mean? Yeah. My name backward would be Nadraj. <laughs> Nadraj. Pretty exotic. <laughs> Sounds like a beer. <laughs> a weird, cheap beer. Uh, so he summons a drone to kill Dave, mm-hmm. who is not killed, um, does not suffer any consequences because of the, some really entertaining bus bits. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin Starr and J.B. Smoove are doing stuff, and basically mm-hmm. they almost drive off a mountain, that sort of thing. Um, and Peter Parkster prevents the drone from killing Dave. And then they get to the Alps. Where are they going? Switch. Prague. Prague. They go to Prague. And Agent Yuri has a person wait, an agent waiting to give him his new suit. Uh, he... Now you we're getting caught in the minutiae. I like this bit. We though. end up in Prague and they're fighting a lava monster. You skipped so much of the plot. What crucial things did I skip? He gets naked in front of the girl and then that's why he wanted to kill Dave. I skipped a part. This is what happens when you skip. But he took a picture of, of Peter Parker in his underpants next to this hot agent And girl. that's why he tries to kill him. Yes. But in any case, he doesn't. <laughs> Saves the day, it's fine. I mean, not yet. Um, so they're fighting a lava monster. Mm-hmm. Which and, and then bravely Mysterio like dives in and almost seemingly sacrifices himself mm-hmm. to to save the day. Also, Spider Man did use the stealth suit, mm. sure, which you know is is pretty big in in the lore. I did not know that. Yep, the stealth suit. He's apparently not as popular as Mysterio. The stealth suit. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. And then uh, Mysterio, yeah, takes one for the team, or so it appears. But he's fine. He's fine. Spider-Man and him go to a bar. Spider-Man drinks lemonade. What's the drinking age in Prague? And, and it's so funny because this scene too, Mysterio's like, oh, are you sure you want to give me these glasses? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Like that part, I was just like, don't like, eh, we know. I honestly did think his character, w- his arc would be a bit more Baron Mordeaux where he starts out as a good do- good guy and gen- generally like, treads the way of the well this makes more sense and this is where we disagree kind of like a civil war thing see this you don't expect captain america to be a bad guy in that movie but he is but see this is where i think uh if you know he's a villain the whole time Mm -hmm. then this is a very sinister moment like like it already is a sinister moment because you know the twist is coming sure but like if it's just outright like never supposed to be hidden then like even it's even more dramatically ironic to see peter falling for it Mm -hmm. because it's like the audience knows and this is brutal and now it's like the audience probably knows but we haven't said it Mm -hmm. for some reason we've we're pretending this weird thing and now we reveal it and it's surprising or it's not surprising because we either expected you to already know or you didn't who knows i didn't expect i didn't expect a lot of the reveal so but basically what the reveal is, he Spider-Man gives the glasses to Jake Gyllenhaal, who has orchestrated this plan. He has used Tony Stark's uh, system, BARF, which is the visual... Well, his system that Tony improved on in the Yeah, renamed. you trust this crazy lunatic? Uh, do you not think he was smart? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was smart. Yeah, I think he's smart enough to have created this technology. He's a clever guy. I don't know if he did, though. I think he's just trying to take credit for Tony's work. I mean... Tony is a literal god, basically, in this universe. Like, if he needs to figure out how to do something, like if he wanted to do barf before mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, he could have, you know, he could have done it. Yeah, and he probably did. 
why we have no reason to believe that. I think his story is reasonable enough. So you're believing the villain? Yes. Okay. I don't think he would have lied about this part. You don't. I don't think he would have really gained anything. Okay. That's your that's And your he clearly has an intimate understanding of the technology to pull off all the feats that he was able well, to do. Well he has this a team movie. and I like how they brought back the uh scientist that gets yelled at in Iron Man One. Yeah. Deep cut that he has brought back. But basically he has a whole team of scientists creating the visual projections for the elementals and uh drones to orchestrate the like uh destruction that the elementals are causing. Right. Which I thought was pretty original. So here's what I will say about this whole Mysterio in the comics is very like magic oriented. So I thought they were going to take a Doctor Strange approach to this. I really like how they did Mysterio. It is all Iron Man technology, basically. There's right. no magic. He's just a man. I really thought that was clever because it seems like it would be kind of hard to pull off magic in this uh, world. Kind of in the in the Spider Man, you know, mm. in the I mean, the I mean frame they, there's so much magic already in this with like Doctor Strange. And yeah, but that's Scarlet a Doctor Witch. Strange movie. They don't. No, no. I think I think he could have been magic. I think this is a more interesting way. Yes, because of the way the first credit scene ends. Well, that and I, I think it's interesting. This movie, there's you know, there's that thing where horror movies always tell you about like the psychology of the culture that they're in. Yeah, by doing fears yep. i felt that a lot during this movie just like with uh, explain how vr yeah uh like that's a popular thing now and sure. this, this like had the like kind of vr augmented reality sure. type elements and then and also drones yep. drones are like a drones good are a modern player that are like a a big thing i mean in our country they're just filming and probably spying on us <laughs> but in other places they're killing people sure so that's another like kind of modern fear that's bottled up and put into this, you know, into the script. Yeah, interesting. And then uh, the can we do? I just talk about the twist because that's the other, that's the anchor of my point. Yeah, is is that uh, at the end of the movie after Mysterio's dead? Where you want to talk about post credits? Yes. Okay, he fine. he, he released right. a clip that basically says uh, that is a doctored footage of Spider Man claiming that he is killing Mysterio just to murder uh, uh, well no to become to, the new iron man yes to take this power and it, it it reminds me of uh two things one obviously they do a direct like alex jones thing with J. joe and a jameson which was great that was amazing yeah um and two so you got the fake news thing yep. and two there's uh deep fakes which is like a current thing that's going around where people are like you can make a, a person in a video look like they're saying anything mm-hmm which they didn't actually even show Spider-Man's face here, so it's not like that. But that's just like another thing that I think is like a, a cultural fear is that information that you find in places can be manipulated. Yeah. And so I think that's an interesting way to begin the next phase is with Spider-Man as a false villain. But though that is also a very normal thing to have happen in his lore with yeah. J. Jonah Jameson yes. specifically. Yes. It's like... Exactly. The media is always misrepresenting Spider-Man I, I, from the dawn of time. Exactly. He's a menace, I say. A menace. Yeah. I love that. I love how... I mean, none of the other Sinister Six really have superpowers. It's all Michael Keaton and his ragtag group just find a whole bunch of alien technology and build machinery out of it. So I really think Mysterio fits in well with that. I don't think he's dead, as I mentioned before. Um, I think that this is... Uh, I mean, we'll get we'll we'll review the post credits. Um, but anyway, Mysterio 
uses his team and the Edith glasses to set up a huge event that's happening in Berlin, I believe. And he intercepts Spider-Man there in Berlin mm-hmm. uh, dis- and uses the drones uh, to disguise Nick Fury or in a car or whatever. Yeah. Was, so that wasn't Nick Fury. That was what I was confused about. Well, we now know that it was neither yes. Nick Fury nor Nick Fury's stand-in. Yes, correct. Yeah. So, yes. Okay. So uh, he took Spider-Man to an abandoned building that he dressed up as a S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters, then made everyone disappear. Um, but he didn't, I guess he didn't reveal Fury until the end because he still needed him to give him the friends' names or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was clever on Mysterio's part. Yeah. I really like this. The visuals were really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say before this, and I don't know, you might disagree with me. I, I think probably. It's, it's probably because of this later sequences, mm-hmm. but I thought the early fight sequences looked strangely cheap. You mean like the elementals? In, in Venice and stuff. I, well, I think just, it was supposed to look that way, probably. Just because they weren't real. No, 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 no. Like, like the tower falling over and stuff like that. Like Spider-Man's moving. Like when Spider-Man skipped across those poles. Mm-hmm. I thought that just didn't look as good as Spider-Man normally looks. I thought the that was CGI the only thing. Cheap. That was the only... Him jumping over the poles, I did I, notice I thought just that. generally the Venice sequence was a little less... And then you get to this part, and mm-hmm. I think it, it like ramps up. It's like we're actually in the important plot points of yeah. the movie now. Yeah. And it got better. But I, I was definitely early on, I was like, this feels like... For a Marvel movie, like they were cutting some corners I here, or as might just be a timing thing, like they didn't spend a long enough time. I didn't really mind it just because those were, you know, those weren't the important battles. Yeah. And they, the fact that they were fake stage battles, I think makes more sense. What I wonder is since this, um, I'm, this production, I'm sure overlapped hugely with Endgame. Yes. I'm sure Endgame, all the, all the CGI and effects. Yeah. When they were handing out contracts to people to, like make these you think they things. got all the cgi people well, i mean how many like i think they got their normal stand-ins like whoever they're like the probably the people that were working on homecoming like yeah. the a team yeah because that was like the biggest movie coming out then was mr the t himself <laughs> yeah they probably got those contracts then and then for like this venice this early sequence mm-hmm. like not as important as the later sequences you already have people working on Endgame around the clock because that's, that's true. full of CGI. Yeah. So you're probably going pretty far down your list of contractors that you you send CGI work to. But the by rest the time of the you movie get to was Venice. fine. Yeah. So I get okay. I guess I said just because they were shot it far away or whatever. Yeah. That was I, I only noticed the jumping and it wasn't even that big a. Uh, because you had the problem with all the people dancing in Black Panther on the mountain, and I did not notice that at all. Yeah, the compositing was really weird on I that. I did not notice that. Another thing where it's like it's not that important of a scene in the movie, and we'll have bigger CGI scenes later, so yeah. I feel like we could do it cheaper. Yeah, I mean, it makes the later scenes look really good, which is why I love these movies. Um, um, so he tricks Spider-Man into telling him that MJ and Ned and Ned's girlfriend all know about him, and then he pushes Spider-Man into a train. And then Spider-Man wakes up in jail in the Netherlands, uh, tries to escape. He calls Happy Hogan, uh, Iron Man's bodyguard, who comes to pick him up in a jet. And they have a very moving uh, speech about Tony Stark, because that is kind of the root of this movie. Spider-Man is not ready to be the new Iron Man, but he kind of has to grow up. That's the whole premise. Um what did you think of 
I mean, I guess you already touched on the Mysterio sequence, but you were fine with that fight. And yeah, no, I like that the, a lot. With the drones. Um, and you don't know. Because that it, is... It reminded me a lot of... Uh, uh, who's the drug villain from Batman? Uh, all of them. All of them. No, are, the mind drug guy. The mind... Scarecrow. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded me of a Scarecrow sure. battle. Okay, from Arkham Asylum. Yes, very much so. I like... I, yeah, I think he's a very interesting villain, and I'm really thrilled that they did it this way. At first, I was kind of curious how they would pull it off. It seemed a little like, you know, the Mandarin from Iron Man 3. A lot of people were upset about that, um, because that's not at all how the Mandarin is represented in the comics. So I thought that people were going to be upset about this, but Mysterio was, I think, infinitely cooler. And I'm just glad mm. they did it this way. I thought that was really cool. Um, he meets up with Happy on the jet. They have the speech about Spider-Man, and then... Uh, they decide to go back and help go back to Berlin to help out the friends that Mysterio are in danger of Mysterio. Um, and I thought that was that uh, when he's designing his suit and Happy looks at him and he's just like, or what are you looking at? And Happy's just like nothing because you could see that he was now becoming Iron Man. I thought that was a very moving moment. That was probably the emotional climax of the film for me anyway. Um, and then they play black, Back in Black, mm -hmm. which full circle from Iron Man 1. That's how it starts the whole saga, yeah. the Infinity Saga. So I can understand, because of that moment, how that could be Phase 3. The end of Phase 3. Yeah. I, I get it. And? You nah, loved I mean, I think this is very much... It, it still feels like the beginning of the next phase to me. This one still... So you'd put this at the start of phase four. Yeah, because you can... Okay. The beginning of a, the next thing, you can still tie in parts of the old thing. Yeah. Like, you don't have to wrap every single thread. And, like, I think the end should be where you feel resolution. And this movie isn't where you feel the resolution yeah. of the previous movies. Sure. That's absolutely end game. I definitely think that this is an epilogue. And I think it's an adequate... It it just wraps. I really just love how they use Back in Black, and he's trying on the suits because Spider Man, as we mentioned, uh, he's got like seven more solo movies coming out. Well, and they did make the suit kind of black. Yeah, that was like red and black. Yeah. so he's back, and he is he's literally back in, and in black. Clever <laughs> yeah. film. It it's a film, not a movie, because of that. <laughs> um, so they're gonna do three with him in high school. This is the second one. They're gonna do three, presumably in college, and three when he's an older Spider Man. Hmm. And he's gonna basically be the new face of the franchise, presumably for the next fifteen to twenty years. Ridiculous. Okay. Pretty exciting. So then the next exciting thing times that happens. They show up. Um Mysterio has his drones. Um Happy sends a message to Nick Fury. Wait, we gotta do. Has MJ found out that he's yeah. Spider Man? Yeah, they did at okay. the, after the fire monster. Right. And then so that's oh, important. Yeah, and, they, she, and they find out that the, the. That's when they find out that Mysterio is the is, bad guy. Is a villain. And that's when he goes to confront Mysterio. We glossed over that a bit because Jordan was looking up various Juggalo lore. And he's still doing it. He's going back at it. I was trying to figure out <laughs> who the actor was that was in Iron Man. Who was also in this, that scientist. You're guy. not going to type that into Google? You're going to look through all of the IMDb actors mid-podcast? I just, does, does he have a name that is recognizable? Surely like, not. These like are the probably the only I mean, two movies that he he's said, in. No, he said that character name. Did he? I th thought he just like, you're, you're at Je uh, Ebediah, or what is that? Ebediah? Jedediah? His, uh, well, he was also the guy who's running the computer at the top. When yeah. they were doing the simulation, so he had a lot of speaking lines, and I know Mysterio literally said his name. 
probably. Like, blah, blah, bring up the new so this part. Did you try blah, blah? Not. <laughs> Give it a shot. It could be it. Not a flattering name, but a name nonetheless. Um, so Mysterio is going to kill all of the students during this elemental attack and a lot of other casualties, but he's going to make it look like a huge disaster is happening and he is there to save the world, which is how he wants to be remembered. He wants to be recognized as an Avenger now that Tony Stark and Captain America are gone. Um, Spider-Man shows up and gets into a huge drone fight, basically. It's just Spider-Man versus all these drones. Um, what did you think of this sequence? It was pretty cool. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I had any problems with this. I mean, like, at this point, you're just in classic full Marvel battle mode, so... Full Marvel battle... Classic Marvel battle mode. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, the CGA, CGI and stuff is all back up to snuff. Mm -hmm. It's... The classic chaotic cutting back and forth between the people who are in peril, who in this case is Happy and the four classmates, mm -hmm. um, which is a good band. <laughs> uh, and then cutting Patent back pending. to Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, Any other key details here? He, I mean, there, there's a lot of interesting things happening. I don't know if there's any that we need to talk about. He eventually figures out Mysterio by using his spider sense, which Aunt May has cleverly named his Peter Tingle throughout the movie. And he kind of just didn't, hadn't developed it in full yet. So that is also how Spider-Man defeats Mysterio in the comics because of the spider sense. Because in the comics, Mysterio is magic and he can predict attacks happening and all that stuff. Um... So he defeats Mysterio, and Mysterio tries to do a pull a quick one on him by saying, you clearly bested me, you deserve the glasses, and then Spider-Man's like, not today, and he punches the real Mysterio, who was creating an illusion against, um, or who created a fake Mysterio. Do you concur? Yep. <laughs> Can't find him, huh? I cannot, for the life of me, find this actor. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't exist. Maybe it was a Mysterio illusion. I think I've clicked on every named extra. I don't think he's an extra. I think he's an actor. Well, yeah, okay, that's what I mean. Yes, okay. actor. There's uncredited people who I've clicked on. You didn't type in Mysterio. But surely this guy friends. was credited. He had speaking lines in the movie. Sure. And there's other people like Dimitri who had like almost no lines, but was featured mm -hmm. as the bus driver. What are you going to do when you find this guy? Know who he is. <laughs> that's it. Th that's I'll just it. know. <laughs> what are you going to do with that? Uh, run and tell the world. <laughs> everybody, He's everybody! He's a <laughs> <laughs> Um... Uh, so he defeats Mysterio. Mysterio claims to be dead. I don't know if he's dead. I feel like he's very much alive. He's got to be part of the Sinister Six. Yeah. <clears throat> I could see his death being fake just because of the nature of the character. Yeah. But it also, they, they made a point of him already having one fake and that Peter saw through and, he, and said, you'll never do this again. So I'm not saying it, it's like out of the question well, that it happens. Well, but. And now that you mention it, this guy that you've been looking up forever, he did put all of Mysterio on a hard drive. So maybe they get someone else to take the role of Mysterio later down yeah. the line, which could be interesting. Just like they did in Homecoming when they gave uh, Shocker that, um, uh, they gave him the electric fists or whatever, and then he 
pissed off Michael Keaton and Michael Keaton obliterated him. And then mm-hmm. the next guy became Shocker. So it could be one of those situations. Um, he meets up with Mer- MJ at the end. Uh, they are in love when they get back from the airport. Hangs out with Aunt May. Um, he tells Nick Fury that he wants to hang out. Um, and Happy's like, let him be a kid for a while. And Nick Fury's like, okay cool i'll let him be a kid for now and then he goes swinging around with uh, mary jane watson and yeah. that's pretty much the end of the film before we dive into the post creds yeah which for the ripples going forward yeah those are definitely the most impactful thing in this movie yes like i mean like obviously the fact that mj knows is important yeah like, oh, that's good that we've revealed this, but that is... She would have known anyway very soon. True. Um, and they did, at the end of Homecoming, Aunt May found out, and it was kind of like, it's seemingly big deal, but they didn't address it in Infinity War or Endgame, and then it's kind of just all chill by the time it happens here. So this this scientist character, I did find him. Oh, thank God. Uh, do you remember what I said to you about him during the film? No. During the movie? During the movie. No. What did you I say? looked over, I said he looks like the kid from a Christmas story. Okay. Did you is that how you found him? Yes, he is the kid from a Christmas story. That guy? Yeah. That's the scientist with the mustache? He was he had his head shaved so he was bald. But that's what he looks like? There he is in Far From Home. Wow, I cannot believe you noticed that. Are you yeah. sure he wasn't so, playing a so different character? Here's the thing though. <laughs> when I was looking it over here, I didn't want to type in a Christmas story mm-hmm. and then like he's Look not like an him because that's like it, it's so weird that it would be him that mm-hmm. I felt crazy typing it in like just in front of you. So I wanted to find out and verify. I haven't really been paying attention to what you're doing. I know, but still, <laughs> I wanted it to be and like you're still self conscious. And I just thought it. it was interesting that I called it in the movie that it was you did. actually and him. Then you've spent thirty minutes looking for it, even though you've known the whole time. Yeah, because <laughs> I wanted to be surprised. <laughs> well, I am surprised. So what do you think about, well, what's his name in Far From Home? Did you get a name? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Oh, I saw it on here. Um, what? Oh, this, the William, uh, I don't know. William. William Riva. In the, in the movie? Yeah. Okay. I think he calls him Riva. Okay. Sure. Why are you yelling at him? Sure. Um, makes sense. So these post credit scenes, I love J. Jonah Jameson coming back, or uh, J.K. Simmons coming back as J. Jonah Jameson. Yes, I like fantastic. DailyBugle.net You couldn't have passed it It is anyone else, no. so they just had to bring him back. It is him. It is definitively And he's him. Alex Jones in this one. <laughs> he's who? Alex Jones. Who's that? Right-wing conspiracy theorist. Oh. His, his set is very much set okay. up to look gotcha. like the InfoWars guy. I did not pick up on that. Yeah. Um, and the way he was yelling into the mic and stuff is all very Alex Jones. So when do you think he, when do you think they address the follow-up to the consequences at the end of the post-creds? Isn't that crazy too? This is kind of like, oh yeah, that definitely looks. And he had like the logo and the mic in front of a backdrop. Wow. That's a very J. Jonah Jameson. He's probably one of the safest figures they could call out for being fake news. (laughs) Like, cause that guy's insane. He's, have you not seen anything of that guy? No, I don't watch the news. I watch Marvel. He's not on the actual news. He's like a fringe, like, uh, there's a very famous hymn 
clip of him yelling that there's chemicals in the water that are turning the frogs gay. <laughs> and he screams that very loudly. I think I've seen parodies of that. Yeah. But now it's nice to know where that comes from. Yes. Okay. He has a lot of absolutely insane things that he said. He's also... Um, he thought that Sandy Hook was a conspiracy theory and a bunch of other stuff like that. He's okay. like a notorious crazy person. <laughs> I think they're deliberately making fun of him in the movie. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see how J.K. Simmons' character develops. Um, they are going to announce... We might do another episode in... August or whatever. I th- they're having like their own E3 conference where they're going to announce like the next five years worth of movies. Interesting. And we can talk about each one. Hmm. And then that will be instead of ten months of seeing each other, it'll only be eight <laughs> months of not seeing each other, which would be pretty nice. Well, eight months after the August, so we'll see each other in two months potentially. Wow. When this when this drops, and then if any other important people die, we'll do a tribute episode. Um, and then also post credits too. We should mention. Well, I was going to say do because we didn't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's do this. Never mind. Post credits two. Yeah. Um. Nick Fury and Agent Hill were scrolls the whole time. Yep. Talos, which I I think is a funny thing to add to this movie. Yeah. Like everything's illusions. Even the illusions are illusions. Isn't it crazy? Just how much of the universe is incorporated into this movie? How many characters? How many plot points? How many? I mean, I think it's natural. It's kind of like how the You're later building eventually. Well, it's like just... the later Captain America movies were basically Avengers movies. I sure. think. I think when whoever the star of the franchise is is mm-hmm. naturally going to have to gravitate all of the yeah other elements all tie in. Like they're like the spine, and everything else is coming. Because Iron Man him. did not have a ton of, but that was because he was before. Like he was pre. Yeah, he was. You could almost argue that, like, I mean, he did introduce Black Widow. Yeah. And Nick Fury. And and he had like the very early elements. It's just that the Avengers itself was small back yeah. when he was in. I think if you if there was like an Iron Man four and five, yeah. I w- bet those sure. would have been I mean, honestly, Civil War could have been just as easily Iron Man Four. Yeah. Iron Man Civil War <laughs> as Captain America Civil War. Sure. They're both featured basically equally. Yeah. That would be I mean, then you, Iron Man gets four movies and Cap gets two. Yeah, in the I mean, trilogies. It, it's just they should have just called it Civil War, <laughs> just <laughs> like Civil Avengers War. Civil War. I it's 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 I can see how it's a cat movie. I can also see how if you framed it in literally just like two other scenes, you can make it an Iron Man movie. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's great. I love it. Great mm-hmm. film. Loved this film. Uh, Time and, for my rating. Hold on, uh, Nick Fury is now in space. We should mention managing the team from space. Right. So I'm curious to see what they do with that. And Talos be, is now Nick Fury. I wonder Earth. if it's useful that he is not on Earth for some reason. Like, is that scroll going to die? And then it's like, oh, thank goodness Nick Fury wasn't actually Nick Fury. So that maybe I think they're just going to start doing more cosmic stuff. So it's they just tried to, you know, put Nick Fury. Now he's found all the heroes he can find on Earth. Do you think the way this movie played out would have happened if it was actual Nick Fury on Earth? Or do you think he would have been too wise to... uh Jake Gyllenhaal's deceit. I think he would have been so much smarter. Exactly. Because I did think, I'm like, that was why is he thing. getting stumped so many times? Exactly. That makes sense. I was Talos, that. yeah. He seemed kind of incompetent. Yeah. I was like, yes. He's very it, trusting. Yeah. <laughs> and the last time he trusted somebody, he lost an eye. Yeah. He makes a point of saying that. Yeah. Um, okay, why don't we dive into your review? All right. I thought the, the second suspense. half of this movie I was into. The first half of this movie, I felt like kind of all over the place to me. 
but it, you were entered. It, you thought it was funny. I heard you laugh yeah. probably more out loud during this than any other Marvel film. I think laugh out loud. You yeah. have mentioned that you thought other movies were funnier, but you did not laugh out loud, which is very confusing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing out loud, well, because uh, I don't know. There, there can be like, I think a movie that has. We're just going to use the number 10 because it's easier. Sure. If it has 10 jokes and I nearly laugh at all of them, that's better than a movie that has 10 jokes and I laugh out loud at one and then hate the other nine. (laughs) So I just don't understand humor without laughing. You don't ever find stuff funny without laughing? (laughs) I guess my brain's too small. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's like like an amusement or like a cleverness to humor. Yeah, I'm just like cool yeah now i can enjoy that and that's a funnier movie anyway um this was a very funny movie i guess my thing was it almost felt like like an episode of the spider-man tv show for a while they like, are- like it like this was just like another day in his adventure and then at the end uh, stuff starts to happen that it's like yeah things can't go back to normal sure. things have changed in a permanent way mm-hmm. but for a lot of it it was kind of just like this adventure of Spider-Man. Reviews are saying, so multiple reviewers said, this is the most comic book, or straight out of a comic book Marvel movie to date. Yeah. Which it, I, yeah, I agree with now. Um, and so, after I've seen it. For that reason, and for a couple of the other, Anna, this has been, this is another thing, which I've, I've said this on the podcast a million times. A million, you said. Uh, is that the beginning is always rushed, because they they're always trying to get stuff sure. in so they can move on. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think this movie suffers from that as well, and to a greater degree than some of the other more recent entries. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to give it a four and a half. Really? Yeah. You liked it as much as Ant Man and the Wasp. I gave no. I didn't give that a four you and a did. half. You did. <laughs> I shouldn't have. <laughs> if, if that's the case, I think this is definitely a better movie than Ant Man and the Wasp. Maybe you gave it a four point three three. I thought I gave it a four point two five, but. You gave neither Ant-Man here nor one. there. Oh, maybe you gave it four point two five. I thought I, I thought I, I gave Ant Man one a four. No, you gave it. Maybe I did a four point two five. You said and then they a 4. were so 3. equal. Yeah, because you, you said they were kind of equal. You yeah. didn't know which one. I think to I just put. wanted to use Wasp as a sure a, a, met, a metric. Yeah. Anyway, this is a four point five. Really? So you like Black Panther more? I think. Uh, yeah. And you liked Guardians two more. Mm, that's debatable. I don't know. The <laughs> thing about ratings is especially now is is retrospectively i want that room so i can judge these things properly because i do feel like this was a significant downgrade from homecoming oh a significant downgrade yeah i still think it was a good movie that was a fun watch that i'd recommend as someone who likes superhero movies to go see i just felt it was a little uneven in places the early action was i don't know less compelling it still had enough fun, good moments toward the end. Yes. But, and and I, I will say, like we talked about earlier, the weird thing with Mysterio, I just felt like, I don't know, I, I was kind of confused the way they played that off as if it was a reveal. Like, I was like, I don't know. It, I, yeah, I don't know either. It's, I, like, I it's like if I was doing a magic mm-hmm. trick to you, mm-hmm. and I did the magic trick, yep. and I showed you how it was done, yep. and then I did the magic trick again, mm-hmm. and then I looked at you like, Aren't you impressed? And you're like, you just showed me how this magic trick was done. Like, I knew the magic trick. This isn't news to me. You knew that Mysterio was using drones. 
No, but I knew Mysterio was bad. I knew that when he handed over the glasses, and like even before that, also casting him by Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal plays a lot of villains, so plays a lot of heroes. Mm. Prince of Persia. I'm not saying he doesn't play a ton, but after you see Nightcrawler and you see him in another, you think he's the villain in Nightcrawler? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who'd you think was the villain in Nightcrawler? The cops. Trying to take down a guy just trying to make a buck. <laughs> uh, he's great in Nightcrawler. Although he's also the hero in Prisoners, one of my favorite films. Hmm. I'm just saying he does a crazy evil type thing very well. Yeah. I, I liked him. I thought it was perfect casting. I thought so, all of this was perfect casting. I, I am I just, kind of shocked. So you like Captain Marvel more than this? Yes. Interesting. This is, this is a lot to take in. I really thought just because you know, I, I, I really like Spider Man too. I think that's probably why is because going into Captain Marvel, I had no expectations, mm. and this I liked Homecoming. Yes, and this you fell a lot. little below my expectations. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, and again, kind of like, like Guardians too. It wasn't. Maybe, yeah, maybe the third will win you back. Uh, hopefully, it, it's not like I don't want anyone. To, I mean, four point five that should stand for itself. That's like a, a good grade. That's like that's a seventy five percent. That is a C. Yes, but if okay, if we if we're doing letter grades, then we have a very different thing because if you're doing a letter grade, then an F would be like sixty percent. Yes. The point of having a scale is that you can use all of it. If I can't use the bottom three on a decent movie, I'm then what's think, the point of having? What it? did you give Civil War? Four point five. I think you gave it a four point seven five. Maybe. I think that's what you gave it. Yeah. Four point seven five. So you like that more than this? Yes. By that, I. <laughs> I Maybe we should. Do you want okay. to go through and re-rate them during some app in the future? I would love to do okay, that. Great. But then I'd also like to do it again, even further down. Okay, the line. after the since we finished all of phase phase one through three, yeah. the Infinity Saga, we should go through and re-rate all of them, and we can do a rankings app and all that. I like that. Okay, we will do that. We have the E3 because release Because you, you always reveal. try to hold me to these ratings, and I'm like, I don't know. I saw them like five months apart, like as a year ago. Who knows? Because I, I, I wanted you to like all these movies, as I have, and you do end up liking them. There will definitely be a squish on Phase 2, I think. A squish? I think they Phase 2 will have to... We'll end up losing a little bit of points. I mean, because because the thing with phase two is it's coming off of phase one, and phase one is garbage. So so you get to phase two, and it's like they're starting to get better. And I think I had some like ratings inflation then. That now phase three is <laughs> clearly better than, than that. And phase four, imagine imagine what we're gonna get into. We're gonna get PT Anderson. I, th- level I think content. we're gonna have a little dip after Endgame. We this was it. This no, is after. You end- don't think it's a dip? No, but no, but this is this is after Endgame, and there's no dip. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. I think there's a little dip. So you think Black Widow is not going to be like your favorite Marvel film? If it does successfully, I mean, who knows? I think they're going to incorporate like old characters. I, I think I think their worst, the worst movies they're going to release going forward mm-hmm. will never fall fall below a certain standard. Sure, but I don't think that'll be like even Black Panther level. I think I think they'll have. I think the lowest a movie, a Marvel movie can be now, just given how well-oiled their machine is, yeah. is about Ant-Man or Ant-Man and the Wasp yeah. level. I think that's about as low as you're going to go from now on. And they're, they're talking about shelving Ant-Man and the Wasp for the next five years, hmm. not making doing a third film until they kind of give it the Ragnarok treatment. Yeah. They need something for that. I don't know yeah. why they don't, it doesn't work better than it does. Yeah. It does seem, compared to all the rest of the movies coming out around them, 
They yeah. definitely it seem... Will, and it was primed to be the like a really funny yeah. Marvel movie. And yep. then it just gets completely overshadowed by Guardians and Ragnarok. Yeah. Do you think Edgar Wright, if he stayed in charge... We gotta, we gotta end this podcast. Well, how, far, how long is it? Hour 30. Okay. Well, do you think if Edgar Wright stayed in, in, in the helm? I think it would have been very, very different and potentially, like... I think Baby Driver, yeah. like, if, I mean, more or less could fit into, like, the today's Marvel Cinematic Universe, a movie of that caliber. I don't think that's that different from these movies. That'd be wild. Because I, I I, I, I'd be that. very interested to see an Edgar Wright Marvel movie. I, but I assume that'll never happen now. Probably though. not. They have bad blood. <laughs> probably won't happen. All right. So look out for the future. We will do a Rewrite. rewrite where we go through, I bring back the old scores. I tell you all of your old scores. Mine aren't going to change that much, I don't think. Well, because you'd already seen all the movies going in. See, I, I, some of these movies I didn't digest at all. Yeah. Like, I, mistake I, on like your I just, part. Oh, and I didn't have context to the broader universe. So I, my ratings will definitely change a decent amount. I wonder, I might have to rewatch a couple of them. Obviously not the garbage ones. Like, I'm not going to rewatch Hulk. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> And I, I won't, probably won't rewatch a lot of the ones I like. The ones that I'm probably most curious about are Winter Avengers Soldier. 1, Winter Soldier, absolutely Winter Soldier. Because um, you'd missed it. You just missed it entirely. I've never seen someone I really miss don't something see so Age hard. Of Ultron. I really don't want to see Age of Ultron. Are you going to watch all the ones you told on the, the post-game, the end-game post-game? That wouldn't be bad, except for then I'd have to watch Ultron, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> then take it off your don't list. Don't make me. <laughs> <laughs> I would want you to watch all of them. No. <laughs> Please. Um, like, I want you to watch Ant-Man or something, but that might be sliding down, because I think I gave the first one a 4 or a 3.5 or something. You gave, No, you gave Ant-Man 1 a 4, and then... Yeah, I think that should be more like a 3.5. But these, this is spoilers it's, for it's, the new podcast. It's going to change. We will do that episode, uh, and then we will do, when they release the new uh, next five years of films, we will do a podcast on that. And then... As promised, if Endgame surpasses Avatar at the box office, we will do an episode called Avatar Sucks versus No Shit. <laughs> and we will try might and be a short one. <laughs> we, we're going to try and find someone to defend that garbage train wreck of a movie. I think that would be fun. We're only 23 million away, so keep in mind everyone, go see Avengers Endgame in theaters now. Re-release is, is in full swing. All right, I've been Jordan Peoples and Marvel has sucked. Does it hurt to lie like that every time now? Just say your I'm Kate Warburg. No, it doesn't.